All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Oilers Nation After Dark. Connor Halley with you here tonight. We've got a fantastic show coming up for you. Of course, we've got our producer, Gavin, the intern, along for the ride. Joining us tonight, we will have Liam. We're also going to have Zach Lang joining us to break down the Oilers' victory over the San Jose Sharks, a game that I think, for the most part, everybody probably thought would happen. The Oilers taking care of business. Matias Yanmark, a couple of goals. Leon Drysdale, three-point performance. And the Edmonton Oilers finishing the season with a record of 50-23-9. Good for 109 points. And now we watch the scoreboard. The AMA Travel out-of-town scoreboard. In fact, the uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights or the Vegas Golden Knights taking on the Seattle Kraken, currently tied at uh, one, I believe, after 20 minutes. Uh, As long as we go here tonight, we will continually follow that game and see what happens because if the Oilers, uh, well, if the Golden Knights lose, the Oilers could finish first in the Western Conference. Uh, If the Kraken find a way to lose and Vegas wins and the Oilers sit in that number two seed taking on the LA Kings. So uh, lots to going on. We'll have the game. I got it on beside me. We'll keep you up to date on exactly what's happening in uh, that one right now, though. Let's just get right into it. Uh, Actually, no, I want to give a quick shout out to people on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, Mike says first, the only problem is Corey a second before said, come on crack. And Mike, you were second. Susan's is awesome game. Let's go Seattle. Uh, We've got Kyle Nelson saying woo. We've got uh, Josh asking about apps. Uh, Hey, man, we're on live right now. Maybe someone on Facebook can help you out, Josh, but uh, uh, right now can't help you out. Hey, I'm a company man. Okay, on the YouTube chat, uh, Genesis, let's bring on the playoffs. Uh, Genesis has already got the questions for Liam about the banana count. We'll find out about that one, but I I can't imagine it was overly stressful. I see you and Snoop Pay. I think I know that guy, Dave. Uh, Lance, JCD. Ewan, you know, we've even got Liam in the chat. Good to see you there, Liam. Uh, if I missed anyone, Gonzo, uh, Lance, just keep on keep on chiming in and we'll eventually read something that you say. Graham says, I'm labombing so hard right now. And Albert says, what's going on? Albert, uh, it's a good time for the Edmonton Oilers after a nice win over the San Jose Sharks. Okay, let's get to the good, the bad, the oily, brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. Cornerstone Insurance Brokers, Edmonton's premier boutique insurance brokerage with over 90 years of success and still growing. Visit cornerstoneins.ca slash nation to get an online tenant or condo insurance quote in just a few minutes and use the discount code nation for an exclusive rate. Find out why Cornerstone Insurance Brokers are ranked amongst the best in Alberta. For the good, the bad, the oily, we are going to bring in Liam. 
the man himself uh, tonight, Liam. First things first. Thank you for doing this. Appreciate it. And how many bananas? The people want to know. I I save the banana count for tonight, everybody. We've got a long playoff road ahead of us. I've got to prepare. I'm going to go to the grocery store this weekend, get some fresh bananas ahead of game one against what could be apparently one of any team in the Western Conference, it feels like at the moment. We truly have no idea who the Edmonton Oilers are going to be playing. So, But I will be ready. I will be ready for round one. Now, quickly, preference in bananas. Are you, uh, like, I know some people like them on the greener side. Uh, what about you? What's the range? Well, it's quite difficult to buy bananas right at the moment, Connor, if I had to be honest, because they're not ripe enough when I get them. So I have to buy them a few days ahead of me actually wanting the bananas. So I'll probably buy them on Monday. I'm oh, sorry, on Friday in anticipation for Monday. So when I buy them, they'll likely be a lighter shade of green, I would assume, turning into a nice yellow. But by the time I get to there Monday, they'll be nice and yellow for me. But no, I'm not. I don't like my bananas very hard. Just nice, soft, easy to digest, you know? I'm eating a lot of them. I got I to gotta get the system nailed down. Yeah, 100%. Uh, let us know on the chat, Facebook, YouTube, how do you like your bananas? Okay, mm-hmm. uh, Liam, let's start off with a good tonight. And uh, to be honest with you, Gavin and I, uh, we went back and forth on this one, and there were so many options, so I'm glad that he put that up there. The season of 97. Mm. Let me flip over my game sheet here. Connor McDavid finishes the season with 64 goals, 89 assists. That totals 153 points on the season. I mean, I feel like we kind of threw that number, 150, out at the beginning of the year. Mm. And even if you said, I believe he can do it, maybe you weren't actually that confident. But uh, Connor McDavid, 153 points on the season. Uh by far and away the best player in the league right now doing things no one else can do. Uh, even on a night when he only puts up one point and I say only uh, still looks great out there. And uh, you know what? I'll just throw this in there. Played 15 minutes tonight. Uh, so Jay Whitcroft was monitoring his minutes in these games against the ducks and the sharks playing under 20. But uh, I, I mean, I don't know. We're kind of running out of ways to describe just the greatness of Connor McDavid. The perfect way I will describe the greatness of Connor McDavid this season is he was minus 250 to score a goal tonight across most sports books. So <laughs> I think that just shows how great he is. His points tallies rose up to two and a half, which no, but I've never seen that before for any player. So you can't make any money off the guy if you're looking for an out and out ban. It just goes to show like this guy is essentially a human cheat code on most nights where who knows what you're going to get from him? Going from one one point tonight, I feel like, again, he just had a great game, though. And every single night, he's just so consistent. It's really, you kind of run out of words, like you said, to really describe what he's had besides legendary, honestly. Like, what this guy has done, like, is, is something we're all going to look back at. Like, I know we're all very grateful for it right now. But the way people talked about Wayne Gretzky now, I feel like eventually that's just going to be Connor McDavid with some of the season totals he puts up. It's just... It's amazing. And we're, we're such a lucky fan base to have him and just the team the others have in general right now, too. 100%. Um, and it, it's funny you bring up like the odds. I remember a couple of years ago when you could put down a couple of bucks on McDavid and Drysdale to score at least, you mm-hmm. know, one and a half points. And it was paying out ridiculous. Like it was so good. And then obviously the odds makers catch on. I mean, like the fine folks at Betway 19 plus, mm-hmm. bet responsibly, they catch on, right? They're not in the business of losing. Uh, and kind of lower those odds. But there was a, a month stretch there where it was a good time to throw some money down. Uh, we say this with the good comes to bad because that is part of the segment here. The good, the bad, the oily brought by Cornerstone Insurance. And it's now we wait. Uh, 17 minutes left in the second period. Kraken, Vegas Golden Knights tied at one apiece. The shots 13-7 in favor of Seattle. So, I mean, waiting is the hardest part, right? Yeah, and I mean, hey, if you're in the Facebook chat right now, we can see you directly on our screen. So if there's a goal that happens, let us know because that is that'll be the quickest way to update me during the show. But now we wait. But what a just what a thrilling end to the season in general, you know? Like I think the NHL at the start of the season thinks, all right, like we'll throw these divisional matchups in there at the end and and hope it kind of works out that we get some important ones, but Man, we, we had every single playoff matchup was on the line tonight besides Toronto and Tampa Bay. And it's 9.50 mountain time, and we still don't know the full Stanley Cup picture for the way it's going to play out in round one. And it's a perfect way for it all to end. It's been a fantastic season across the NHL, to be honest. Just a lot of teams have rose kind of that we didn't expect, like New Jersey in the East. And 
honestly, like bo- the Boston Bruins weren't supposed to be this good. Were the Edmonton Oilers supposed to be this good? I don't know. Like we, <laughs> I guess we have lower expectations for our own team, maybe because the the punishment we've all been through with it. But great season, and I I'm kind of glad it's coming down to the wire. It seems like just a just a fun little wrinkle to the whole adventure we've been on so far with the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> It's been a ride. It, it really has mm-hmm. been. Uh, okay, let's get to the oily here. And the oily on this occasion, playoff time. I mean, we've waited 82 games. The Edmonton Oilers, yeah. like I said, 50 wins on the season, 23 losses, nine overtime losses, good for 109 points. I mean, you look at the history of this team. Twice they got up to 119. That was 84 and 86. In 1982, they got to 111. And then in 1985, 109 points. Those are the the I'm giving you the, the last year when it's the two years there of a, a normal season. So, I mean, one of the best regular seasons for the Edmonton Oilers, uh, considering how low this was, this fan base was on the team, maybe January uh, mm-hmm. before they kind of kicked things off and got things going again, but uh, just a hell of a run for this team. And now playoffs uh, we're four or five days away from playoffs in Edmonton. And that's the best time of year. Yeah. It's last last season when the playoffs came around it was it was amazing like I, I've been fortunate enough to see a lot of sporting events a lot of international sporting events and I can say full heartedly that game seven was the best sporting event I have ever been to and it's because the way this city shows up for the playoffs and they support this team and the players recognize that too so this playoff run let's just keep that going you got to get oiled up shirts at nationgear.ca by the way uh go do that and then yeah just i'm I'm so excited for playoffs i'm so excited for the watch parties we're going to be able to throw for the road games that are greta as well that got announced today so just uh it's just an awesome time the weather's getting nicer too it's it's a great time to be an edmonton oilers fan connor hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I mean, for the Oilers fans that have struggled through the decade of darkness, you know, you've earned it. You, you stuck around. It's finally starting to pay off. And like you said, there is a lot of fun uh, coming before we get to Zach. Why don't we, uh, why don't we throw up the graphic there? Uh, you kind of teased it. Uh, Greta mm. is going to be hosting Oilers watch parties for the road games. If you want to go to watch that, uh, and there's also going to be the nation gear pop-up. So, I mean, that alone is worth getting you in there, but watching the Oilers take on whoever it might be with, a ton of Oilers fans. Oilers Nation will be there. Uh, you can go to gretabar.com slash book or text 587-418-8507 for your reservation. Uh, check out Oilers Nation pretty much on any social media. You can get that number there and the website. It's going to be a blast. I've already had a few people asking me how they can get in. I just said, reserve your spot. That's the best way to do so. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's uh, let's bring in Zach Lang here from, of course, Oilers Nation and Daily Faceoff. Patiently waiting for us to ramble on. Zach, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good guys. I was happy to listen to you guys ramble on. You made some great points. Uh, Liam, I think I might have to join you on the banana train this year. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Just thinking about it. I'm going to need a little bit of a way to relieve some stress in game myself. So I think this might be the time where I uh, cave and join the banana brigade. I think it's a, it's a good, it's a good little train to be on Zach. It's, it's better than you think. And I think more people got to try it. Maybe we'll get a, maybe we'll get an office pool going for the banana gang. (laughs) He hey, could be the banana boat man idea. like LeBron. And you know, the thing is, Liam, is like when I get stressed, I like I hold it in my body, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that, you know, the bananas high in potassium, that's really yep. good. Maybe relieve some of that lactic acid and that buildup mm-hmm. that I feel while I'm sitting around. You know, I think it might be time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, Zach. I'm with you. We'll see you on Monday. <laughs> You know what? I'm looking forward to this. I think everyone should get on board. I mean, it's a really healthy alternative. You know, a lot of people might be drinking and having a good time. Meanwhile, Oilers Nation just eating bananas, getting healthy, getting (laughs) shredded. I like what we're doing here. We also got some people in the chat asking about your uh, banana bread recipe, Liam, if you have one. Do you have one? Um, I personally don't have one, but my, my girlfriend does make some great banana bread with some nice walnuts in there. She puts it into a nice banana loaf, but also banana muffins. So good variety of banana flavors in my household. Uh, Ewan says, I'm going to try to get to Greta for the watch party. We've got one here. Sean in Calgary. Is Greta good for Calgary? Do they have a Greta down in Calgary? If so, I recommend you go there and take it over. I don't know if Oilers Nation will have a watch party there, but it could be the unofficial watch party. Well, well you know it what? definitely won't be a Flames watch party there. I can tell <laughs> you that much. 
<laughs> last year when the Oilers were playing the Flames in the playoffs, uh, mm. a bunch of the guys from ON, like I think it was Begged, Milk, Jay, Tyler, and Dan, went and crashed Greta down in Calgary and held a watch party on the road. And they actually <laughs> ended up packing the bar. Uh, they were pretty blown away by how successful it was. So in, in one sense, it's kind of unfortunate that Calgary isn't in the playoffs because uh, it would have been cool to go back down there and uh, take over a bar again. I will say, sorry, before we continue off from Greta, if you do go down <laughs> the Calgary Greta, make sure you let them know all these nations send you because they would very much appreciate that. Snap some pics, tag them on wherever, and that would uh, it just help everybody out, you know? Heck yeah. Braden on Facebook says, I'll be at Greta Calgary. Let's go. So yeah, if you're watching this during Calgary, go to Greta for the games, take it over. As Liam said, snap some picks, take Oilers nation. Uh, that'd be awesome to see the Oilers fans down South taking over. Uh, Zach, uh, we went through the good, the bad, the oily. One thing we didn't get to, and I want to get your opinion on it because I feel like it has been a topic of conversation. 21 straight penalties killed for this PK unit by the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, that streak was unfortunately snapped, but, uh, you know, good to see the special team starting to get it going here. And I just want to bring it up so I can uh, give the proper players credit. When you look at uh, time on ice shorthanded, uh, Derek Ryan was a minute and a half. Matthias Janmark, the two goal men, two and a half minutes. Try subtle, yeah, a little bit. Kyler Yamamoto, two and a half. Bukestad over three minutes. Nuge, 2.46. And then on the uh, defensive side, Ekholm, four minutes. CC, three minutes. Darnell Nurse. Three minutes, Kulak, two minutes, Dayarnay, three minutes. Uh, if I said your name, pat yourself on the back because the Oilers' penalty kill, outstanding as of late. <laughs> yeah, it's really turned around from the start of the season. I, I'm kind of working on my day after article right now. And, you know, it's just kind of looking at some of the numbers as a whole for this team, you know, from the first half to the second half of the season. Um, basically, up until January 10th, you always had the 11th worst record in the NHL with a points percentage of 524 down the back half of the season. They had a 0.800 points percentage, which was the best in the league. And I think that the penalty kill played a big part of that. I really do. Um, you know, if we think back to the beginning of this season, that was a major uh, a point where, where other teams were attacking the Oilers and really taking advantage of them. And I think they did a really good job down the second half of the season here of really kind of shutting things down there. You know, they kind of found their groove. They kind of found how to play in front of Stuart Skinner, right? I mean, we remember last year when Mike Smith was in net, the whole basis of the penalty kill was to allow the puck to funnel to one side of the ice for a long shot on net that Mike Smith could swallow up. And, you know, they kind of had to adjust this year with Stuart Skinner. And I think, you know, down the second half of the season, they did a, a damn fine job of it. Uh, JCD on YouTube saying Bukestad and DRNA making our PK look so good. Uh, Liam, what have you seen from the special teams unit there down the stretch? The power play gets a lot of love, deservedly so, historic. Mm. Uh, but the PK getting hot at the right time. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think credit to Ken Holland too for kind of addressing the needs of it, bringing in a Bukestad and, and you know, DeHane, like you said, is they both played very well on the penalty kill. And just having an extra length out there probably makes a lot of it an extra difference to it. One thing I always found curious about when Jesse Poyavi was here is like, oh, why doesn't he kind of get a go on the penalty kill? You know, he's, he's defensive forward. He's massive. And now we're kind of seeing what those defensive forwards can do with the long reach and everything. So I'd be curious to see how much that has made a difference clearly a little bit, but I think they said on the broadcast too, this was the best percentage they had had since like game three of the regular season. So yeah, just a, a nice way to kind of kick it off going into the playoffs here and, keeping it tight. So yeah, we'll see. It's a, it's a good feeling just overall with the team, but yeah, it's nice to see the actual penalty kill since they got absolutely molded by the LA Kings at one night as uh, really figured itself out. It seems since kind of that point onwards. Well, so I was just going to jump into just looking at a guy like Nick Butestad's numbers alone. He was only on the, only on the ice for two penalty kill goals against all season long. He played 32 minutes and 49 seconds, averaging about a minute and a half, almost two minutes a game. You know, those are some really solid numbers out there. I think he's a guy who, you know, hadn't really killed a lot of penalties in the past prior to this season, looking at his numbers. And this year when he kind of came into Arizona, you know, that was something that they asked him to do a lot of there. And, you know, it's something he did really well. And even credit to a guy like DRNA too, because like you said, he's got that size and he's got that length. And I think that was a big thing that, you know, the Oilers were kind of missing on the PK, um, you know, earlier on this season. And for Darnay, you know, he's played over two minutes on the penalty kill every single game 
uh, since he was called up from the American League. So uh, those two guys played a big, big role there. Uh, YouTube Babbock says face-offs and timely saves. Uh, I totally agree mm-hmm. with that one. Uh, if you're watching right now on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button. We have 120 of you in there, so let's try to get to like, I don't know, 97 at the bare minimum for Connor McDavid. Hit that like button. Do the same if you're on Facebook. And if you're watching on Twitter, retweet, tell a friend, spread the word. Uh, I want to get to this very quickly, just the uh, AMA out-of-town scoreboard. Not a goal, but the Kraken on the power play. Jack Eichel took a penalty. I believe it was either tripping or slashing. Just kind of caught it side-eye. So uh, maybe the Kraken helped the Oilers out here. Uh, we shall see with this one. Uh, I know there's a lot of Jersey nerds out there. Tom Gazzola broke the news earlier tonight. Uh, the Oilers in the playoffs will be wearing the Royal Blues. They won't have the Dark Navy. So uh, I don't know about you guys as far as jerseys go, but I got a couple Royal Blues back here. Uh, what's your preference when it comes to the, the Jersey at home? We'll start with you, Zach. Yeah, I mean, I love the royal blue. I mean, it's the staple. It's the classic. It's the go-to. Admittedly, I'm a bit of a sucker for the alternative jersey. I really like that deep blue with the little orange accent on it. I think it's gotten way too much hate from the fan base. Uh, This is a hill that I'm very willing and ready to die on. Liam? Reverse retro, anybody? (laughs) Bring back Uh, that 06 mojo. Yeah, I I think you gotta <laughs> I think you gotta go with a royal blue. I mean, you just made all the fans buy new jerseys, and then you were gonna switch to the third jerseys for the playoffs. That didn't seem very fair if that was gonna be the case. But I just think royal blue. That's that's what I think about when I think of the Edmonton Oilers. To be honest, and if this is the year they can they can go and make go on a deep run in the Stanley Cup, it just seems right that it would come in the 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 copper and blue as it's supposed to be i think yeah i mean i i can tell you whack when they went for the what they call it the orange crush or whatever back it was a 2017 i i hated that uh last year for the playoff run i thought it was great they stayed away from the orange and this year it just has to be the royal blue so really good to see that tom gazola i believe was the first one on the case when it came to that um I want to bring up something, and we'll get back to tonight's game in a second here, but Zach uh, and Liam, you guys were telling me a little bit about something that popped up. I believe it was uh, Frank Saravalli talking about Evan Bouchard and, uh, I mean, playing better as of late, but the, the contract is something that could be a concern in this offseason. Yeah, so basically Frank Saravalli was on Oilers Nation every day yesterday, and we asked him about Evan Bouchard's contract since he's an RFA this year. It's kind of... It's obviously been an interesting season for Evan Bouchard, which I'm sure for most of the year, the team thought, all right, this is going in our favor. We can lock him up long-term, probably at a cheaper deal than we wanted to. But now the script has changed a little bit. The Oilers supposedly tried to sign him in the summer and they couldn't agree to terms. Bouchard essentially bet on himself. And now it's looking like the Oilers are going to put him on a bridge deal, which when we posted the article yesterday and reading the comment section, people were not very happy about that. One thing I will say is Ken Holland would love to sign Evan Bouchard to a good long-term deal. There is no doubt in that, but sometimes the player might not want that. So I think the the number Frank kind of threw out there, I believe was four and a half million for two or three years or something like that. So that's looking like, I would assume it would be two. Otherwise I would walk him straight to UFA, which they wouldn't want to do. Frank did say there's a possibility of the Oilers trading Evan Bouchard. However, I'm sure that would be after going through a hundred different scenarios. And if it just wasn't working out, then that's how you come to it. But I think the chance of the Oilers actually trading Bouchard is probably less than 1%, especially with the way he's playing right now. But the chances of getting on a long-term deal seem to be not as favorable as going on a bridge deal. And I think one thing to consider too is... By the time that bridge deal is done, which would be two years from now, hypothetically, Matthias Ekholm's $6 million is off the book, so that opens up a little bit. Then you also open up the money from Bouchard, so there's kind of your seven, $8 million you want to play with. The cap's going to be a lot higher by that point, too, you would assume. I'm not locked into all the contracts, but it's not that bad. People are making it seem like this will be the end of the world if Evan Bouchard doesn't sign a seven, eight-year deal, whatever, but the money will be there in two years. To, for the Oilers to sign Bouchard if it kind of, it should work out that way, I guess is what I'm saying. Right, Zach? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that there's a little bit of PTSD for Oilers fans right now, mm-hmm. taking a look at what's transpired with Darnell Nurse and, you know, the realization that bridging Darnell Nurse was not the right play whatsoever a number of years ago. You know, like you said, Liam, it takes two to tango. And if Evan Bouchard doesn't want to sign a long-term deal right now, then he's not going to sign a long-term deal right now. Um, you know, that being said, if I'm the Edmonton Oilers, I, I still think that trying to lock him up long-term is absolutely the play here right now. You know, you try and sign him to a seven or an eight-year deal. You know, is he willing to take $6 million? Maybe you have to pay him seven. You know, would it require some some work around the edges. Absolutely. You know, you'd probably have to move a guy like Cody CC, $3.25 million. Probably have to move a guy like Kyler Yamamoto or Warren Fogle, um, you know, 3.1, 2.75 million. You know, the nice thing for the Oilers is that they have guys in the American league that could kind of come up and fill those spots. Mm-hmm. Philip Broberg, he's ready to play a full-time role in the NHL next season. The Oilers have to find a spot for him. So there's a good chance that somebody's moved off of this blue line this year for this summer coming up not only to free up cap space but to free up a roster spot as well right so it's going to be interesting to see and then in the forward group dylan holloway you know liam i know you've been working on something about him and his game right now but he's a guy playing in the american league who shouldn't be playing in the american league right now he's very much nhl ready so same sort of a thing there you always have to find a spot for him next year Vegas uh, took a power play or got a power play and then 16 seconds in took a penalty. Uh, the Kraken on a two on one almost scored very close with oh. four on four in that one. Uh, just kind of side eyeing that as we go here. And thank you to everyone on Facebook, YouTube uh, for keeping us updated as we go on here. We do appreciate it. Hit that like button while you're at it. Uh, we're up to about 150 people. Uh, so we do appreciate that one. Uh, Electric Jordan says Connor's not listening at all watching the Seattle game. I'm listening. I'm I'm multitasking here. I'm just kind of side-eyeing on the TV over there. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it comes to Evan Bouchard, uh, I think the, the crucial point, and you both touched on it, it takes two to tango. And if Evan Bouchard doesn't want to sign a long-term deal, then, you know, the Oilers are kind of forced into doing it. they got to find that, that price point. I'm sure Bouchard wants financial security and getting a long-term deal. But We've seen it from everyone, Darnell Nurse being the latest example. Bet on yourself, and uh, it can pay off quite handsomely. It did for Darnell Nurse. Okay, guys, uh, tonight between the pipes, Stuart Skinner, 27 saves on 29 shots. Um, I'll say this, and I'll ask this question to everyone out there on YouTube and Facebook. Out of 10, what is your confidence level with the Oilers goaltending going into the playoffs? Liam, start with you. Uh as the tandem or Skinner? <laughs> That's go, a real question. Let's go Skinner, assuming everything, you know. I, I am a 10 with Skinner. I'm a nine with the tandem, to be honest. I like if we get to a point where it's Jack Campbell is playing games for this team in the playoffs, and it's because Skinner's been playing bad, I guess, then we are in a sticky, sticky situation where we're not expected to be. So I am Fully confident in Stuart Skinner. He has been there all season for this team. Very reliable. Even in his slumps, he's been pretty solid, to be honest. So I, uh, I'm, I'm more than pleased with what Skinner will be able to bring to the Edmonton Oilers in the playoffs. Vegas Zach, scored. what do you got? God damn it! Oh yeah. Oh, that sucks. Um, I have the utmost confidence in Stuart Skinner. I mean, this guy has come in as a rookie this year and blown the doors off. He should be the Calder Trophy winner this year. Um, I think he's had the best rookie season of any player. You know, no discredit to what Matty Beniers did. I think he had a great season. Um, but at the end of the day, I think Stuart Skinner was a much more valuable rookie player uh, than that of Matty Beniers. And I think Beniers struggled driving play offensively, offensively this year. You know, as much as his numbers did look solid, I think the underlying numbers in a little bit of a different picture there. You know, that's a Seattle team as a whole, I suppose. It doesn't really generate or drive a lot of offensive play relying on their defense instead. But yeah, Skinner, I'm I'm really impressed with him this season. Um, I think he's going to be great in the playoffs and knock on wood, just, you know, worst case, Ontario, you know, if Jack Campbell comes in, I would have some confidence in him too, because, you know, I think he was playing good down the stretch and I think he was feeling Uh good about his game. Uh, You know, last year we also saw the Oilers ramp up their play as a whole in the playoffs. So um, I'm pretty comfortable with either one of them, you know, should uh, uh, either have to play. (laughs) 
uh graham on facebook's like your liked your question there liam the tandem or skinner <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean ideally skinner uh, dave says nine to ten carla uh, the scale was one out of like one to ten she went a hundred Dell along mm-hmm. those same lines says 20 out of 10 christian and Corey both have nine uh who was it jcd at 8.3 that's kind of where I am. I, I still want to see Stuart Skinner do it, but I mean, I, there's no reason for me to think that he couldn't. He's just risen his game every opportunity. Uh, Mike D says 11. Rusty, the reckless optimist, 10 out of 10. Darian says 9 out of 10. Shan, 3. FPS says 10. And uh, that's when Vegas scored. And we just got a whole bunch of people telling us in the chat that Vegas scored. So, yeah, uh, thank you for the there's, updates. We do appreciate it. There's one other thing with Skinner, which is something to consider in a in some capacity he's a winner like this guy almost everywhere he's gone has won something from the minor hockey level he won in that covid year with bakersfield as well their division title or whatever that kind of thing was i can't remember he won a junior with swift current like he's been in these big moments before and i know it's it's a little bit different with the the vibes around it and everything but at the end of the day, it's still hockey. It's still the game of hockey. And he's been in that situation. He knows how to get ready. So I think that's one other thing, like one other little wrinkle. It's not going to be the the big talking point for him, but something I'm sure in his head is is kind of common for him in a way too. Yeah, I mean, and I guess that for me, you know, we've seen him do it. We, we've More importantly, we've seen that he hasn't, you know, choked. He hasn't yeah. ever shown that the moment is too big for him. Uh, we should say 29 wins on the season. That passes Grant Fear's rookie record for wins by a rookie goaltender. So congratulations to Stuart Skinner. Guy's got it going on right now. Congratulations to Cody Cece and his wife and family on the birth of their child. He picked up an assist tonight, so shout out to them. Uh, that's really cool news. Uh, I don't know, Gavin, maybe we can bring up the, uh, the graphic for the oh. playoff gear for... Uh, 2023 uh, available at nationgear.ca. Of course, we talked about the watch party at Greta. There's going to be a pop-up shop. So for anyone who wants to buy some gear, that's going to be really easy. Uh, okay. We don't have the graphic for the gear, but just uh, trust me. Uh, I'll, I'm going to get uh, Gavin and Zach to back me up. Uh, whether it's the the nude shirt, the playoff shirts, dry style, it's all really nice, isn't it, guys? Yeah, Gavin, we could experiment with the uh, the shared screen feature that we were trying earlier on today. It might be quicker to get the graphic there. But yes, the gear is fantastic. I, I don't have a playoff one on right now, but I got a nice little Oilers Nation sweater. You can never go wrong with the Nation gear. Very, very comfortable. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Your Amchick actually texted me today and said there's a shirt waiting for me. So yes, uh, yes. I might have to come in and uh, pick that one up. Maybe check out the bakery, that whole area. It's oh. uh, it's really nice down there. So uh, definitely something to look into. Um, I just want to throw this one out here. And because it was on the, the topic of people were saying, you know, load management, what do you do? Uh, for the forwards tonight, uh, the 
most played forward was Ryan McLeod, 18 minutes, three seconds. The fewest amount of minutes played was Clean Costin at 12.42. So they're all kind of right in that range, which is great to see. And for McLeod, probably no surprise because after the injury, you got to get him back out there. On the blue line, Darnell Nurse, surprise, surprise, led the way at 21.11. They are named with the least at 17.46. So uh, six minutes apart in you know, the forwards from the most of the least on the blue line, only four minutes. Uh, Zach, I, I think that there might have been a little bit of an emphasis on letting the superstars sit on the bench a little bit. Yeah, and rightly so. I mean, they have played a lot of hockey this season and done a very good job doing so. Uh, I have no problem with them, you know, playing a little less minutes. I'm not a fan, really, of them sitting games the way that the Toronto Maple Leafs, you know, sat some of their stars down the stretch. And I get it. There was some extenuating circumstances. They had a late game against Tampa Bay that we saw kind of get a little bit ugly in certain situations. So uh, it was probably, you know, a little bit of like, yeah, you guys earned a night off, but also probably a little bit of like, yeah, we're just going to kind of, you know, keep you guys healthy for, for game one of the playoffs here. Right. And, you know, for the Oilers, they didn't really have to worry about that at all. So, um, you know, pretty content and pretty happy with the way that uh, the minutes got uh, split up here down the stretch. Um, something we should probably throw out there. I mean, the Edmonton Oilers this season, when it comes to most regulation wins, Boston obviously led the way at 54, probably no surprise, but the Oilers at 45 were second. And, you know, uh, there's some teams that thrive off the Bettman point, a team down in Calgary being one of them, but for the Edmonton Oilers, uh, second in the league in regulation wins, not too bad, Liam. Yeah, I mean, considering their overtime record, I guess they had to get it done in regulation, all things considered. But yeah, it's it's good to just know that they they're able to win games when you know within the sixty minutes. Like Connor McDavid said, I, th- I can't remember. It must have been after the Tampa Bay game or something like that. He said, "The winning is a skill, and they need to figure out how to do it." Maybe it was the Boston game, and I think this team has very much figured out how to how to win a hockey game. So yeah, hopefully when the playoffs come around and we're, we're heading home after 60 minutes, not in overtime until overtime. Otherwise I'll have to stock up on more bananas throughout. (laughs) Uh, Gavin's got the shirt. So let's just pop that bad boy up on the screen here. uh, For those who are considering making that purchase uh, nationgear.ca, get ready to oil up. If you want to check out the rest of the gear on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at nation gear. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you should make that purchase, everyone. Go out there and do it. And like I said, uh, if you want to come down to Greta for the road playoff games, uh, watch the Oilers with all the Oilers Nation crew, all the citizens. Uh, there's the pop-up shop, so maybe you can make a couple purchases there. Uh, an easy way, also, if you want to grab some Oilers Nation stickers, just head to any Oodle Noodle location mm. in the city, giving away free Oilers Nation stickers to fans. Uh, like we said, grab some noodles, get some stickers, throw it on your car, let everyone know that you are a citizen and uh my goodness it's going to be a lot of fun it's car flake season right now i see a lot of oilers gear just people walking around walking around proud uh, the best time uh, i want to bring in gavin here because gavin and i were chatting as the game went on gavin good evening how you doing good 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 loving it ready for playoff time oh it's going to be absolutely oh, awesome um now do you want to bring up the statistic you told me? I tweeted it. I stole sure. your thunder, but I gave you I gave you <laughs> credit because okay. it, it was your stat. But uh, when it comes to the Oilers forwards, depth is there. Yes, yes. Well, every forward in the Edmonton Oilers lineup today now is double-digit goals with the game of Tias. Um, Janmark had scoring two. Now every Oilers forward that was in the lineup today has double-digit goals. So that alone shows the depth that we have this season. And going into the playoffs, we all know that's huge. Yeah, and if Devin Shore got the opportunity to play more, he'd have double-digit goals. Yes, he would be there. Uh, he'd be there. We know that, especially since he's wearing 19. Uh, Bukestad, I think, has four with the Oilers, but had 13, yeah. give or take, with uh, the Coyotes. So, I mean, putting up those massive numbers. Uh, uh, Zach, when was the last time you saw a death like this with this Oilers team? Do you remember? <laughs> 2005, 2006. I mean, really, let's be real here. This team has struggled to build around its star players or its best players for a very, 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 very long time. Um, you know, 05, 06, they had a good team. They had a deep team. Michael Pekka was playing on the third line. Um, you know, that was a really strong team depth wise there. 
you know, to see the way the Oilers have been able to build this group up over time and, you know, the way players have kind of come into their own as well this season, right? You know, Kyler Yamamoto, who's so banged up throughout this season, he's really turned his game on as of late. You know, look at a guy like Warren Fogle and how important mm. he's become to this Edmonton yeah. Oilers team playing in a third line role as well, right? He's another guy who, you know, second half of the season started to really turn his game on. Derek Ryan was playing better. Matias Janmark came and proved too. You know, it was a real collective effort from this group of bottom six players for the Oilers. Um, you know, they got the group, they got the guys to go on a real run this year. Kraken uh, on the power play now. Uh, two minutes left in the second period. Vegas leading 2-1. That's our AMA travel out of town scoreboard. Let's face it, that's the game that matters. So we're just going to talk about that one. Um Zach, I like that reference to 2005, 2006. That was, you know, you guys were all young, but I just turned 18 and I was able to go have a lot of fun. I was not at White Ave, not really my scene, but a lot of fun with the friends and watching all those games in the summer. Good times. I'm going to throw this around the chain here and we'll start off. We'll go down to Liam below me here. Who do you think is most likely to go on a Fernando Pisani type playoff run this year? Um, I'm going to say Yamamoto. I feel like he's got it in him. Just the way he plays, just a couple go off his backside or something <laughs> like that. And they'll just keep the good times rolling. But Yamamoto will be, Yamamoto will be my pick. Maybe that's a bit cheap because he plays in the top six, but I don't know. I feel like he's a bit of an unsung hero on some nights. Zach, what do you got? I'm going to go with actually Warren Fogle. Um, this is a guy we saw earlier in the season, you know, go on a bit of a run in, in his ability to put the puck in the net and produce some points. You know, there's no better time than now for a guy like him to heat back up here. Um, you know, it should be really interesting to see what happens. Gavin, you're up. Okay. Um, I'm going to kind of go a different route. Both of you guys went forwards. I'm going to go Evan Bouchard. Um, the fact mm. that he stepped in since the departure of Tyson Berry has been like it's been a difference maker for sure. Like now he has confidence in his game. He's, he's controlling that power play for us. And, and he's finding the back of the net now too, on a more consistent basis, finding the, finding the point shoot as well. So I think Evan Bouchard can easily bring that into the playoffs and, and be a top guy for us going forward. I'm going to go with Ryan McLeod, uh, getting healthy guy can fly out there at times, show some offensive uh, touch. So I'll take Ryan McLeod to chip into a few big goals in the Oilers upcoming playoff run. Okay. We're going to go reverse order here. Who's going to grow the worst playoff beard? Because I think there's a couple of nominees on this team that might struggle with it. Uh, Gavin, who do you got? Well, I'll probably say Nuge, but I can't really chirp much. I can't grow a lot myself. So <laughs> I'll probably go with Nuge just for the fact that I don't really see him growing a lot of facial hair. Are you going to grow one playoff beard? I think this is all you're going to get. Honestly, I can't really go more than this. Sorry. <laughs> okay. We got to go to the man with the best beard here. Zach, uh, yeah. your expert opinion, who is going to grow the worst playoff beard? Well, I mean, I think saying nude is almost like cheating, isn't it? Like, yeah. I mean, really, like, <laughs> it was an easy answer for me. Really. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm actually going to kind of go a little out of the box and I'm actually going to go with Connor McDavid. I think he's going to grow the worst. Uh, playoff beard next to Ryan Nugent Hopkins. That is, um, he seems like a guy who's got a little bit of patchy facial hair. Um, you know, he's certainly a little bit of a ways away from, you know, Matthias Eckholm. That's right. <laughs> uh, you're, we talked about this last time. You're just going to keep the beard going, Zach. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know what? It's, it's pretty long right now. I, you know, you can't really see it right now, but it's all the way down. Uh, to right about here right now. So I'm actually due for a bit of a trim. So maybe that's what I'll do. I'll go get like a, a pre playoff trim. I'll, I'll crop it up nice and tight and looking sharp. And then, uh, you know, let her go for a month or two. All right, Liam, are you growing one and who will grow the worst on the Oilers? Uh, I'll grow one. I'll grow one. I may as well. It won't be good, but whatever. Um, <laughs> the worst one I've been trying to think like, I just can't picture any of these guys with facial hair at all. I don't remember anyone who grew it last year. So I'm trying to think of players who it would just really look bad on. Maybe can Ryan McLeod grow a beard? I feel like with his teeth, that might just look really weird in the way. His and I think, I, and I think Carson's will be, uh, will be something too. Oh yeah. Carson's a good one. I'll, um, I'll go with uh, Bukestad. Oh no, he can probably grow one. He's massive. Yeah, I sure hope so. Honestly, Yamamoto. Can you imagine that man with any kind of beard? That would go. be brutal. I'll go with Yamamoto. I was, I was just gonna throw him in there as like a late honorable mention. That's that's a good call. Yeah, I like that Yamo. one. Yamo. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to go based on, based on like the youth here and say Philip Broberg. I don't know. Maybe he'll grow one, but he might be blonde, so it might be tough to see. Uh, Eram Chuck taking some shots here in the chat. Uh, people saying he will grow the worst playoff beard. Oh, God. Um, and Chio Pro's asking what my face or hair would, would look like. Yeah, you got it right here. This is it. This is where you're going to get, man. Sorry. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> you got other. You got the jawline. Why would you grow a beard <laughs> yeah, to cover yeah. that up? Like that. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> You were not meant to have a beard. You were meant to showcase that. Uh, uh, so now uh, Genesis is just asking, and I'll let you guys answer this very quickly. Worst bearded Oilers nation. Uh, is it Gavin? Is it your M check? Is there someone else? Bag oh, milk gets a pretty patchy beard going when he kind of lets it grow a little bit too long. My Mine would be brutal. Mine would be bad. Um, it's hard to include Tyler because I, he just can't. So, um, does what was as kind of a little scuffle, right? Yeah, I just, you can I get can't. a little scuffle going. That's for sure. Yeah, the was wouldn't be too bad. Gavin can't do it. Maybe Double can. I, I, I was gonna say. Big one, eh? I was gonna say Aaron. I think Aaron might not be great. Yeah, he has the moosey though, so maybe maybe the beard will look pretty damn nice. So uh, it does have that. I kind of forget what people look like. <laughs> he has a stew stash. Yeah, I'll go. I'll just go with um, me. <laughs> Safe one. Oh, Flames Nation jumps in here. Oilers suck. Well, hey, should you guys be on the golf course right now? Yeah. <laughs> Because I know, I know the ranch in Edmonton opens up on April fifteenth. So I, I know <laughs> my friend works. I can call for a booking for you. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, beautiful drive up to the city and come on up, Flames Nation. They'll watch the game, hang out at Greta, and uh, maybe fix them with a new sweater or something at the pop up shop. Oh, the chat, the, uh, the chat's already letting them hear it. So. Yeah. <laughs> that was your golf game. Yeah. Gonzo says, this isn't a safe place for you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, classic. Let me just look here on uh, Facebook before we wrap up. Uh, yeah. Calvin says, what happened to the flames? LOL. Alicia hoping nurse wasn't injured from that hit. Uh, we, we all hope that uh, Dell says, miss Cassie and Speard. Yeah. He had the chops going. Maybe someone else will do something with that. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, you guys. I'm uh, really looking forward to it. We'll enjoy the weekend off. And then whether the game's Monday or Tuesday, uh, we will be back with Oilers Nation after dark, recapping it throughout the whole entirety of the playoffs. Hopefully it's going to be a really nice long run. Okay. I, get, I don't know. Can we... Do you guys want to do predictions for Betway? 19 plus, bit responsibly. I guess we could do a... the first goal score or something like that. If you guys we do want that or like how that. many games round one will last to. Full. All right, well, let's do it. Uh, Liam, how many games does round one last? And uh, uh, who's, getting, who's getting the Oilers' first goal? First goal, I'll stick with my guns. I'll just go Yamo. We'll go with Yamamoto for first goal. It's hard to see. I think I could see it going six. I'll say six, but Oilers will never not have the lead in this series. How about that? Okay. Hmm. That's spicy. I like, I like that. Mm. What do you got, Zach? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go six games as well. I think that's a fair number. You know, I don't think the Oilers are gonna be able to win every single playoff game en route to the Stanley Cup this year. Um, you know, I think six games is a good number. First goal score, gonna go with the Nuge man. You know, the year of the Nuge, right? He's had 100 points this year, setting career highs in goals, assists, and points. It's gonna keep rolling right into the playoffs. Kevin. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go five games in round one, and then I'm going to go the electric playoff man, man from last year himself, Evander Kane, getting the first goal with the seven last year. <laughs> nothing no, nothing beat that, man. So I'm going to go Evander Kane, first goal in the playoffs for us. Okay, well, I'll take six games, and I'll take just because no one else has Connor McDavid. Uh, I think it's another <laughs> chance for him to make a statement. I think that's get, a safe one. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm not... Well, the odds aren't there, right? Uh, Rightly, I'm probably not going to make too much money if you uh, throw down some money at Betway with that. But yeah, yeah, maybe it might not. be the how, safest way. Just speaking of McDavid, I forgot about this until this point. But how about that uh, five-minute major that was called and then called back in the game? I've I, I saw it and I thought, man, if that is a five-minute major, then we are in some serious trouble going into the playoffs <laughs> because that was a brutal call. But it's good that they can go out there and review it at least and and get the right and correct call done. But it just made me think of McDavid's hit on Mikey Anderson, and I thought that was just just as bad 
McDavid's hit was significantly worse than what that guy did. So at least they got it sorted out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I will say I saw some hypocrisy on Twitter. A lot of Oilers fans, uh, that's two minutes. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you guys were upset about McDavid getting, you know, the, the, the double standard there. What did you think, Zach? Yeah, I mean, I thought, you know, it's a penalty for sure, right? And I think, you know, above all else, the good news is that, you know, Darren A was okay, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he went on to play 1746 tonight, you know, looked a little shaken up afterwards, went down the tunnel, got looked at. Um, you know, I think above all else, we're just, I'm just thankful everybody's healthy going into the playoffs, for God's sake. I mean, really, like, I don't know what more you can ask for right now, right? Especially when you look at a team like Colorado, right? We saw them you know, a couple of times here late in the season and their team is really banged up right now. You know, it got announced earlier today that Gabriel Landeskog, who's already missed the entirety of the regular season, won't be available for the playoffs at all. So that's another big knock there for them. Um, Definitely going to be a story to watch. 100%. Okay, well, uh, I think we'll probably wrap this one up. Probably just uh, give the thanks to the sponsors as we like to do. Uh, You need insurance, uh, check out Cornerstone Insurance Brokers. Make sure to use what is it? Discount code nation, cornerstoneins.ca slash nation. Uh, they'll help you out there. We've mentioned Oilers uh, Nation stickers. If you want to go to Oodle Noodle for lunch tomorrow, celebrate, pick up a sticker, uh, nation playoff gear at nationgear.ca. And then there's the party. It's going to be at Greta for every road game. Uh, get a chance to meet up with some of the people here on the chat, probably meet uh, the people in here right now. Uh, maybe we'll find a way to do a show live from Greta. I don't know if that's possible, but we'll look into it and try to make it happen. And uh, yeah, AMA travel. If you're going to plan that vacation, maybe it's Winnipeg. Uh, you're going to need help getting out to Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. AMA travel could help you out with that one, finding the best bus route. And it would be the most efficient way to get there. Maybe it's LA. Maybe it's Seattle. I don't know. I mean, it, it, it could go different ways right now. So uh, make sure you check out AMA travel. Uh, I think I got them all guys. Uh, this is a lot of fun tonight. Thank you all for uh, hopping in tonight. Yeah, this was a this was a good one, good way to wrap up the regular season. But yes, if you are looking to go to Winnipeg potentially, if you others win the division, then I believe the fastest route is Fargo. Is that right, Zach? And then you bus up. <laughs> yeah, Fargo, and then a bus mm-hmm. up. You can also go into Brandon, but you actually have to take a taxi from Brandon. Oh, far man. from an uh, ideal yes. situation. Yeah, but no Amy will figure it out, though. Brandon. But yeah, Amy will get you there. That's they what's would. important. They would. Maybe you need to rent a car. <laughs> They'll help you find a way. <laughs> There's a variety of options. You just can't fly. You just can't fly. It's, it's embarrassing, really. Goddamn. <laughs> Winnipeg. Okay, uh, let's wrap it up. Everyone who tuned in tonight, thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. If you're on YouTube and Facebook, hit that like button on Twitter. You can hit the like button as well. Uh, make sure you subscribe to Oilers Nation across all the platforms. Uh, the content team does an amazing job of keeping the fresh content coming. So check them out. Uh, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Did I say Facebook? Yeah, I think we got them all there. Check them out everywhere. Uh, We will be back next week, Monday, Tuesday, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun because this chat will be going crazy with happiness or people will be freaking out. It's going to (laughs) go one or two ways. It's going to be awesome. Thank you guys all for tuning in tonight on behalf of uh, Liam, Zach, and Gavin. I'm Connor Halley. We'll talk to you guys on the next edition of Oilers Nation After Dark. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.